Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 157 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Ephesians 1 today, and our focus is on the power of praying for other people and how the Bible can teach us how to pray. So every day we read one chapter of the Bible a day, five days a week we're in the New Testament, twice a week we're in the Old Testament, and our goal is to inform you and equip you with the Word of God and encourage all of us to read more of the Word of God. Our website is Bible2021.com. You can find show notes there, a transcript, and a way to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends, and I hope you do that. Teach us to pray, said the disciples to Jesus, and he taught them by using the Lord's Prayer. And he taught them also by inviting them along to watch him pray, like in the Garden of Gethsemane and in John chapter 17. One other way that you and I can learn to pray is through the apostolic prayers in the Bible, where we have these Holy Spirit-inspired examples of prayer, just like we have in our passage today. Ephesians 1, 15-19 records a prayer of Paul. And this is what it says. This is why, since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I never stop giving thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints." And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the mighty working of his strength? Notice Paul's emphasis here on thanksgiving. He's continually thanking God for the people of the Ephesian church and probably the other churches that he knew as well. And notice what else he prays for. That these new Christians would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they would know Jesus better. That their understanding would be enlightened so that they would understand the hope of their salvation better. And that they would be able to grasp and understand the wealth and the blessing of salvation and the surpassing greatness of the power of God. So if we better understood the wonders of salvation and the power of God, I guarantee you it would make us both more thankful and worry less. So what do you and I pray for? I've been to literally hundreds, maybe even thousands of church prayer meetings. So often we pray for health and healing and things like that. We pray for the difficulties in our lives and troubles at our work. And sometimes we pray for lost friends and family members to be saved or something along those lines. But I honestly think I can only count on one hand, maybe two hands, the number of times I've personally heard a prayer request that sounded anything remotely like, what we just read in Ephesians 1 in Paul's prayer. Now, of course, that's not to say that praying for healing or help in troubles or anything like that is a bad thing. It's not only not a bad thing, it's a good thing. It's better than bad, it's good. But if all of our prayer energy and prayer requests and prayer time is focused on such prayer, it may be that we miss some of the higher places of prayer, the the kinds of things we see that the apostles and Jesus pray for in Scripture. For instance, consider these three prayers in the Bible. How about John 17, 20 through 23, the prayer of Jesus? He says, I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me so that they may be made completely one, that the world may know you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. 
See how fervently there Jesus prays for unity in his followers. Is that a common prayer for you or for I? How about Philippians 1, 9 through 11? It says, I pray this, that your love will keep on growing in knowledge and every kind of discernment so that you may approve the things that are superior and may be pure and blameless in the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So behold there how Paul prays for loving discernment for followers uh, followers of Jesus so that we would know and approve the very best things in our life. Again, does that sound like the kind of thing you and I pray for? One more, Ephesians 3, 14 through 19. We'll read it in a couple of days. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width and height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So here Paul prays for people in the church to be strengthened with power through God's Spirit, and that the saints in Ephesus would be able to understand the great size and magnitude of the love of God, because when we understand the greatness of God's love, we will be filled with his fullness. Again, is that the kind of thing that you and I are praying for? Do we pray along the lines of these four prayers we heard today? If not, then maybe we could allow our prayers to be more informed by the kind of praying we see in the Bible. So take some time today. Come to the website, Bible2021.com, and read through these prayers again. There's four of them you can read today. Or just do a biblical search for prayers in the Bible, and you'll you'll find some great ones. Take some time today and read up on those prayers and let them teach us how to pray. Well, with that said, let's read our passage today. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will to the faithful saints in Christ Jesus at Ephesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens in Christ. For he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. He predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ for himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he lavished on us in the Beloved One. In him we have redemption, through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, that he richly poured out on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he purposed in Christ, as a plan for the right time to bring everything together in Christ, both things in heaven and things on earth in him. In him we have also received an inheritance, because we were predestined according to the plan of the one who works out everything, in agreement with the purpose of his will, so that we who had already put our hope in Christ might bring praise to his glory. In him you also were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you believed. The Holy Spirit is the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the possession to the praise of his glory. This is why, since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I never stop giving thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power 
toward us who believe according to the mighty working of his strength. He exercised this power in Christ by raising him from the dead and seating him at his right hand in the heavens, far above every ruler and authority, power and dominion, and every title given, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he subjected everything under his feet and appointed him as head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. Amen. Well, let's close with our Bible memory verse for the month of June, Daniel 6.23. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to take Daniel out of the den. When Daniel was brought up from the den, he was found to be unharmed, for he trusted in God. Amen. And again, let us trust in God as well, dear friends. Good day to you, and Godspeed.